Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. And Joshua fell on his face upon the earth and did worship him and said unto him, now I want you to get this, underline this. What saith my Lord unto his servant? What's the plan? What's the plan? Joshua recognized immediately that the Lord had sent the captain and he knew that he was facing the enemy in Jericho and he said, now, hey, hey, baby, what's the plan? How many understand that? Welcome to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today, we're beginning a new week of sermons from Ken Hagan entitled, Victory, God's Plan for You. Stay tuned. This will be a great week of teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on how you can get this week's special offer. Right now, let's listen to Ken Hagen's message on victory. Well, God's plan for victory, or God's victory plan, however you want to call it. Now, God, in the Word, there have been a lot of plans. And you realize that God has no plan where there was not victory? Never one time did he organize anything that didn't bring victory. You need to understand that when God says do some things a certain way, that's his plan. And he does not intend for it to fail. The only way that plan can fail is if you fail to execute his plan and do it exactly like he said. You can have better athletes. You can have everything that's better than the other team. The other team shouldn't even be in the same gym or on the same field with you. But if you don't execute your plan, you're going to lose. God is the same way. The devil should not be on the same field with God. But he is. And he's taking the joy and stealing the victory from God's people. Not because of God, but because we are failing to execute the plan. It's got to be done according to the plan or it won't work. That building setting out there. Every one of those steel columns, every one of those steel girders and everything that you see in place out there all the way down to when they poured the concrete and they set those bolts in the concrete that the steel posts were going to set on. Everything had to be executed according to the plan that the engineer drew up. If it's not, it won't go together. You realize that? When you have a set of plans, if you don't execute according to the plan, something ain't right. Now, what do you think a car would look like if uh, they drew it up and they said, this is what it's supposed to be and so forth, but the guys on the assembly line decided they're going to do it every which way they want to do it. I mean, that thing is liable to come out down at the end with a fender on top, no wheels on it, motor in the trunk. Hello? Because you see, when the engineers drew up that car and set up that assembly line to build that car, they set it up according to specifications and each time it goes to a different station, a different 
thing is done to the car, a different part is put onto it, and when it comes, rolls out the door on the other end, it's a completed automobile. When I was a kid down in Garland, Texas, they used to have a big Ford plant down in Dallas, there on East Grand. And we used to take field trips to go down to the Ford plant. All the kids in the grade schools and stuff, it was a big deal to take a, a trip and go to the Ford plant and watch them put a, a Ford station wagon together, you know. We went down there, you know, I remember going down there in 1949, watch them put together 49 Ford station wagon. You know, it had real wood on the side of it. Anybody remember that? Remember it had real wood on the side of it. And so I watched them put that together. Now each one of those men, and I'm sure it's changed a lot now, and some of it's done with automation and so forth, but they still have some men there. But in that particular, everything was done by a man. There was one man, and he was, was bolting things on. First of all, they start out with a frame. And they start down that line, and they start bolting stuff to it. Go to the next place, bolt some more things on, bolt some more, you know. And before you know it, when it rolled out, in fact, that guy got in the car, started it up, and drove it out and parked it. Yeah. They put two gallons of gas in the car. And they said that two gallons of gas would allow them to drive it out on the parking lot and park it there, and then be able to drive it on to the transport truck and then when it got to where it was supposed to go, they'd have enough fuel in it to back it off and to move it around and the dealer would have enough to do whatever he wanted to with it and store it. Yeah, there's a guy there and he had, he had this measure and that's what he did. He put two gallons of gas in the tank. It was a plan. From A to Z, it was a plan. Now look in Joshua chapter five. Joshua chapter five. Verse 13, and it came to pass when Joshua was by, was by Jericho that he lifted up his eyes and looked and behold, there stood a man over against him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went unto him and said unto him, art thou for us or for our adversaries? See, Joshua didn't know who he was. Chapter five, verse 13. And he said, nay, but as captain of the host of the Lord, am I now come? See, Joshua didn't know who he was when he went out there. He went out there and said, are you with us or are you against us? In other words, if we'd say it today, you'd walk in there and say, hey, who are you? Are you one of us or are you, are you with the enemy? And the guy said, hey, I'm the captain of the Lord of hosts. And Joshua fell on his face upon the earth and did worship him and said unto him, now I want you to get this, underline this. What saith my Lord unto his servant? What's the plan? Amen. What's the plan? Amen. Joshua recognized immediately that the Lord had sent the captain and he knew that he was facing the enemy in Jericho and he said, now hey, Hey, baby, what's the plan? How many understand that? See, what's the plan? And the captain of the Lord's host said unto Joshua, Loose thy shoes from thy foot, for there 
place whereupon thou standest is holy. And Joshua did so. I want you to notice that the man said, hey, listen, this is not some slipshod thing you're working with. This is not something that you should just flip off and be flipping about. But this is a holy thing. Friend, I want you to realize when you start getting a hold of the plan of God for victory, it's not some flippant thing that you just run off and make a few confessions and do, but it's a holy thing. It's holy. It's God's way. It's God's plan. It's not something that you just pass off lightly. It's God's plan and it's holy. Respect it as holy. Then, you know, you can go on down through on down into chapter six and we get out here, verse two, and the Lord said unto Joshua, see, I've given unto thee, unto thy hand Jericho and the king thereof and the mighty men of valor. Then he said, and I'm gonna sort of paraphrase this into, into modern day language so you understand it. And he said, you shall march around the city, all the men of war and go around the city once. And thus you shall do, and this you shall do six days. March around that thing one time a day for six days. And seven priests shall bear the ark and seven trumpets of the ram's horn. And the seventh day you shall march around the city seven times and the priests shall blow with the trumpets. He's giving them the plane. This is the plane. He didn't say six priests are to carry the ark. He said seven. Yeah, but we don't need seven to carry. That don't make no difference. We don't need seven. That doesn't make any difference. God said, take seven. And he said, also, seven of them with the horns, the ram's horns. Yeah, but we only got six that can play it. Well, you better find another because God said seven. See, we're all time, God's saying something to us from his word. We're all time saying, yeah, but Lord. No, it ain't no but Lord. It's just do it. Whatever you got to do. You got to, you do it. If you don't know how to do it, then go find out because that's what God said to. Yeah, but we don't have but six trumpets. Then go kill a ram and get a horn off of the ram and make another trumpet because God said seven trumpets. Didn't say six. Didn't say five, didn't say six and a half. Said seven. See, we've got to learn to follow God's plan to the nth degree. How many understand that? Say this, we have to follow God's plan. Completely. That's when success comes. That's when there's victory. Not part of the way. Not halfway, Not halfway, but completely. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month, we're offering the paperback book by Kenneth E. Hagan, What to Do When Faith Seems Weak and Victory Lost. Plus the book by Ken Hagan, You Can Make It, and CD message, Walking with God by Ken Hagan. All three tremendous resources are yours for just $14.95. Save $8.95 off the regular price. Call now to get this very special offer. 1-888-FAITH-99 Strengthen your faith and grow. Call 1-888-FAITH-99 That's 1-888-FAITH-99 Start your new year off right. 
Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. We have opened a satellite church That's over right. in Oklahoma City area. Yes. Actually, we, we're temporarily located in the uh, Walnut Creek Chapel. It's a wedding chapel that uh-huh. we're using uh, to meet on. And it's at uh, 7840 Northwest 122nd Street uh, in Oklahoma City. And it's at Sunday night at 6 p.m. 6 p.m. That's 6 right. p.m. Or you can go to Rainbow Bible Church, uh, OKC.com and find out more information. Yes. So, uh, hey, we want to invite you, if you're in that area, come on out and We're see us. We're excited about We're the excited church. We're excited about the church. It's, yes. it's good. Uh, you'll enjoy it. Come on out and be with us. Are you trying to determine what your next step in life is? Are you called to ministry or just want a deeper knowledge of the Bible? Now is the time to take action. Come visit Rama College Weekend this April 20th through 21st in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Tour the beautiful 110-acre campus and find out what an established Bible college has to offer. Attend three class sessions, meet with the dean and instructors, and much more. Registration is just $35. Call 918-258-1588, extension 2238, or register online at rbtc.org. Could Rama be for you? Many receive their answer when they come to Rama College Weekend. Take advantage of this opportunity to experience life at Rama for a weekend this April 20th through 22nd. That number again is 918-258-1588, extension 2238, or online at rbtc.org. Don't wait. Make a decision that could change your life. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Ken Hagen, Victory, God's Plan for You. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.